Hi, I'm Jackie Lewis. Welcome to Worship at Middle Church this morning. I'm so glad that you're with us. No matter where you are, I'm glad you decided to tune in. I have a special clip to share with you today from some time with me and my dad, an invitation to join our movement and to worship with us today. But before you see that, take a deep centering breath with me. And let us worship God. Hey y'all, Jackie here with my dad, Richard Lewis Sr. Say hey dad. Hello. <laughs> Hi, my dad and I are here at the place he went to church, Oak to be Baptist Church, at the cemetery here where his people are buried. And guess who else? James Cheney. His memorial is here. One of the three young men killed in the Freedom Summer, sacrificed for freedom. Ah, oh, Daddy. That's amazing. Your people are here? What do you oh, think, yeah. Dad? I thought that was tremendous, especially at the time it happened, you see. And uh, we just didn't have people then that was, had the nerves to go out and like, do what he did and the two Jewish guys we did in Philadelphia. Yeah, they did it, didn't they, Dad? Right. And you can do it too, my friends. Daddy and I are counting on you to stay in the movement. All right? Mwah. Yeah. Peace out. Take care. Two Lewis's. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> I'm Barb Wiltz, and I'm from Wakefield, Michigan. She, hers. My name is Terry Blessings. I am from Bristol, Connecticut, and I go by the pronouns of they, them, theirs. Carol Gouy, she, her pronouns, and I'm in Vermilion, South Dakota. I'm Judy Edmonds from Sun Lakes, Arizona. She, her. my friends it says when o'er the hills morning light is breaking once more your glory is born filled with the joy all the fields are waking and grow the grass in the lawn a different day now is dawning and yet with fear i am Like the sound of a 
Amen, middle. Amen. Hi, my name is Wesley, and I use he, his, and him pronouns. And this is the message for all ages. So that means all of us from little teeny tiny to big giant people. So I have a question for everyone today. And the question is, and Reverend Natalie's gonna ask the same question is, who are you? Who am I? I'm Wesley, I'm black, I'm queer, I'm funny, I'm smart. Some people think I'm handsome, <laughs> maybe some people don't. Who are you? Think about that for just a second. Who are you? What makes up who you are? And. I'm going to tell you one thing that I know for sure about you is that you are a child of God. I don't need to know anything else. And I know that you are a child of God. And I know if you are a child of God, you deserve love. You deserve respect. You deserve joy because God made you exactly as you are. So, it can be a little difficult to love some people. Maybe there's somebody in school, at work, that's just really hard to love. And sometimes it's a great idea, or all the time, it's a great idea to remember that they too are a child of God. Um, for our prayer, today, I'd like to close with a song. So I'm going to sing it first, then we're going to sing it together. And it's a song that the gospel choir sings sometimes. And um, so let us pray. God made me. God made me who I am. Now it's your time. God made me. God made me who I am one more time. God made me exactly who I am. Amen.
Reverend Amanda, she, her pronouns, executive minister at Middle. This is Middle Rising, a part in worship where we talk about how we are rising together to be the church God calls us to be. The first thing I wanna let you know about is that next Monday kicks off our Youth Freedom Summer. Reverend Daryl, Elise, John, and others will be hanging out with our young people. We'll be talking about art, advocacy, activism, our faith, and you don't wanna miss out. Email Daryl to sign up. I also wanna let you know about a really exciting change in worship. Beginning in August, we will be worshiping in Zoom together. Go to middlechurch.org to make sure you have the Zoom link, but we can't wait to see you in the Zoom room for worship for a live interactive experience for all of August and September. And finally, our digital minister, Natalie, is taking it to the streets and the beach and the park and the coffee shop starting in August also. Head to middlechurch.org and look for Rev Natalie on the run to find out where in the world Natalie will be on any given Sunday. Wherever she is, we hope that if you're comfortable and able, you will join her in person and you can experience worship together. Friends, another way that we rise is how we care for one another how we name and claim that we are part of a community that prays for one another, that prays for ourselves, that recognizes the holy and the divine all around us. So in that spirit, let's go now to the Lord in a spirit of prayer. Holy God, we're gathered here today because we believe that you have something to say about our lives. We believe that you care enough about us to know the number of the very hairs on our head. God, as we gather today, some of us are hurting. Some of us are longing for loved ones who have left this earth. Hold their hearts, God. Help them feel your loving embrace around them as they wade through grief. God, some of us here today are expecting medical procedures, medical treatments that quite honestly are very scary. And so God, we pray that you also show up for them through the phone calls and emails and texts of friends and of community ease their panic, hold their hands in ways that only you can, God. Some of us today are hungry. Some of us are longing. Some of us are hoping. Some of us are wishing. God, whatever it is that we're bringing to this space today, remind us that you can meet us there because you've always been there. God, for the ways that we are rejoicing today, let it be known that you are the reason for our rejoicing, that you are the reason that we wake up in the morning, you are the reason that we can go to sleep tonight knowing that if today wasn't what we wanted it to be, joy comes in the morning, joy that comes from you, God. Holy One, for the ways that we have failed collectively and individually to be the people and to be the community that you want us to be, we ask for your forgiveness. And God, for the ways that we fail to remember that you are there, 
that you are holy, that you are good, and that you are just. Remind us that though the grass withers and the flowers fade, your word stands forever. And friends, let us say now together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Pray it in whatever language or way feels comfortable to you. There's an inclusive version printed in the bulletin. And I will guide us now as we pray together. Ever loving and holy God, how will it be your name? Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Sending the love and the peace from Antoine Hopper to all members and everyone out there with a heart. I love you. La paz sea con vosotros. Peace be with you. Amen. 愿主个平安与你同在。Good morning. Peace be with you. Oh look, a hand! May the peace of God be with you. Morning, friends. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, middle family. Love you. Peace be with you. Carry it to the ones you love. Hello, my middle brothers and sisters. Elizabeth here. I'm wishing you so much peace. We are in Inwood, and we are wishing you peace this morning. Peace be with you, middle family. This is Bianca. I'm out in Brooklyn, breathing with you and wishing you peace. Ah, si te quiero mucho. Birds flying high. You know how I feel. 
sun in the sky You know how I feel Breeze drifting on by You know how I feel It's a new dawn It's a new day It's a new life And I'm feeling good Fish in the sea, you know how I feel River running free, you know how I feel Blossom on the tree It's a new day, it's a new life for me And I'm feeling good Dragonfly out in the sun You know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies all having fun There's a new world and a bold world for me. Stars, when you shine, you know what I mean, don't you know? <laughs> Scents of the pine, you know what I mean. Oh, freedom is mine. It's a new day, it's a new life, hey! It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life, it's a new life for me! And I'm feeling good, I feel so A reading from Thunder Perfect Mind, chapter one, verses five through eight. It reads as such. I am the first and the last. I am she who was honored and she who was mocked. I am the whore and the holy woman. I am the wife and the virgin. I am he, the mother and the daughter. I am the limbs of my mother. I am a sterile woman and she has many children. I am she whose wedding is extravagant and I didn't have a husband. I am the midwife and she who hasn't given birth. I am the comfort of my labor pains. The written word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
Will you pray with me? If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I am. I am. Wait, who am I? <laughs> who am I anyway? Am I my resume that is a picture of a person I don't know? I guess before we get into the whole bucket of worms, I should probably explain this text. Well, if you've been here before, um, you are not surprised that I'm preaching from an extra canonical text. The Thunder Perfect Mind is another one of those texts found with uh, the 51 others in the Nag Hammadi collection. Now, if you don't know what that is or need a refresher, you can catch up in a previous episode, try sermon entitled, No Better, Do Better. Similarly to the other texts I've preached on, this one was written around the same time as the other texts in our traditional New Testament canon, sometime between the first and third century, with the ending tacked on later, like in the Gospel of Mark. Written in Coptic in a poetic form, this is the only manuscript that exists. In the original, the verses I read are actually marked as column 13, lines 16 through 27. The chapter and verse thing was added later. And as with our other texts, authorship is uncertain as well. I love this text because it presents a divine who is both humiliated and glorified. In a mostly feminine voice, she proclaims her own deep pain and glorious boldness. Scholar Anne McGuire asserts that thunder allows for the possibility of boundary crossing, from ignorance to knowing, while indicating the liminality of the speaker who is betwixt and between categories of knowledge and ignorance, shame and boldness, alien and citizen, the scholars from a new New Testament further assert that thunder breaks down the many ways women are stereotyped. Glorious, shameful, corrupt, powerful, opaque. This voice associates women with the divine in unexpected ways and makes herself more real relative to life's challenges, promises, and ironies. It identifies deeply with people in trouble and under violent attack. These scholars go on to say that although mostly speaking as feminine divine, the voice in thunder occasionally speaks as masculine divine. This is similar to Jesus in John, in Matthew, in 1 Corinthians, where Jesus is actively associated with feminine figure of wisdom, and as such becomes both feminine and masculine. Also in the Odes of Solomon, which you've heard me preach on before, check the previous episodes. This diffused engenderedness opens up space where ideas of what is feminine and masculine are challenged. It works to undo and flex meanings and identities related to women and men. Thunder deconstructs standard images of feminine and masculine and makes room for a number of new understandings in relationship to unsteady and flexible meanings of feminine, masculine, and queer identifications. Thunder reminds us that your life is a sham till you can shout out loud, I am what I am. This is where queer movements can help illuminate ancient portraits of thunder and Jesus. The holding of both power and shame happens in another of our ancient texts, the Gospel of John. These are the only two texts where the divine voice presents itself as simultaneously glorious and humiliated. They are also both uh, use self-predication, these I am statements, to share a narrative of the divine figure. In John we hear, I am the light of the world, I am the gate, I am the vine, I am the good shepherd, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In this moment, Will you offer up some of your own I am statements? Just in the chat there, I'm gonna keep going, but let's write this poem together. Who are you? I am every woman. It's all in me. 
okay, I have to stop myself from trying to put every song reference that came to mind in this sermon, but I digress. <laughs> Back on track. McGuire goes on to state that the divine voice in this text associates herself with female roles that frequently serve to divide and reduce women to polar opposites, to reinforce the oppressive polarization of scorn and honor, like whore and holy woman. By including both within the divine, Thunder pushes both beyond their literal sense and valuation and links this voice directly to conflicting and or sometimes overlapping roles to women. It opens new possibilities for critique and interpretations of what we viewed as polarities, the identities they shape and the values they ascribe to female gender in its divine and human manifestations. Then there's the relational language of gender, kinship, and childbirth. Wife and virgin identify the speaker as one who both shares in and transcends the usual conflicting roles of unmarried and married. Mother and daughter identifies her with the most fundamental kinship roles by which women are related to others and one another. Limbs of my mother is an extension of mother and relationship to eminence and transcendence, particularity and universality within the divine and the divine of others and our ancestors. The barren one and the one with many children undermines polarity that defines the values of women by their productive capacity or incapacity, their fertility or infertility and revalues both by placing them together within the divine. It relates labor pains to the midwife who has no children, placing the experience of pain and power to confront these, or to comfort these uh, specifically female pains within the identity of the divine, furthering a relation to the uh, divine powers of healing and the experience of women in pains of childbirth and infertility alike. I could say a whole lot more on the scholarly work on this text, but instead let's have that conversation afterwards in Chat and Chew and in our members portal this week. If you can't make Chat and Chew or you need some time to chew on this sermon, Post in the portal, let's talk. I will be there, ready to listen. So, how's our poem coming in the chat? How's it looking? What did we write? Knowing uh, what you've now heard about Thunder, would you change anything you wrote? Add to it? Take something away? Here are some I am statements that don't necessarily belong to me, but in the spirit of Thunder are my limbs. I am she who holds three basketball-related Guinness World Records and she who picked up spelling as a hobby. I am she who is that girl and she who is punished for how I coped with the loss of my mother during a high-stakes time and scorned for my homophobic tweets. I am she who gets angry at unfair calls from referees and she who consoles my young black Japanese opponent who didn't want to win like this. I am she with big natural hair and she who moves through water like a fish. I am she who is celebrated for my openness and wit on social media and she whose old tweets have come back to remind her of what a miserable mean girl I once was. I am she who dials up the difficulty of my routines because I can and she whose level of difficulty is not acknowledged. I am she who is one of the best tennis players in the world and she who will not play in order to prioritize my mental health. I am she, the mother, who is a decorated Olympian in track and field and knows the struggles of finding childcare. I am she who exists in all fears and in trembling boldness. I am every woman. It is all in me. And if the divine is within me, then I can tap into that source 
I have everything I need. Beloved, we contain multitudes. Sometimes the villain is you. Sometimes the toxic person is you. Because hurt people hurt people. We think we are fighting for liberation, but we are actually just fighting ourselves, fighting old wounds and past pains. And we are losing, my friends, the fight for liberation because we cannot face and heal our pain. We spend so much time looking at external forces and not enough time at who we are and all the things that make up us and everyone else, especially those parts we don't want to face. Heal the pain. You can't fix what you won't face. I know it's scary, but operating out of that fear is an old model that is no longer serving you. Your fear was about your survival, but you are no longer in survival mode. Those very things you did to survive as a child are the very things that will kill you as an adult. Heal the kid inside of you. Let them know they are okay. I love you. I see you. I got you. We keep thinking that the battle of liberation is external, but that battle sits a lot closer to home, right in our very souls. Our liberation is tied up in each other, in Ubuntu. I am because you are. So then we have got to get this part right if we want to go anywhere. We have got to truly know ourselves. Because as theologian Oprah Winfrey says, when you know better, you do better. So how to do this? Well, one way is to journal and ask yourself some real questions about who you are. The questions that are in today's bulletin. And P.S. There's a cute journal in the home collection of our store if you're looking for a new notebook. And after hearing this sermon, you'll probably get a kick out of what it says on the front. Another way is to talk to your therapist about this and about these questions. Or you can have a deep conversation with a trusted friend over a cup of tea or something stronger. Who are you? The voice of thunder replies, I am. Who are you? We have got to get some real honest answers about this. In the name of the one who holds us and keeps us and finds us faultless, may it be so. Amen. Kirsten Wyatt, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a newish member here at Middle Collegiate Church. I joined about a year ago in the summer of 2020. And as you will recall, there was a lot going on in the summer of 2020. Uh, I was still here in New York City, sheltering in place. We were protesting in the streets. There was an election happening and um, I personally was reconsidering a lot of things in my life and I was in search of some spiritual guidance. I, I really needed my soul to be fed and I was like, holy shnikes, I think I need to go to church. And this thought occurred to me at about, I don't know, 11.42 a.m. on a random Sunday in July. And 
I remembered that about five years ago, I had heard this amazing woman speak at an event for the theater community. And while at that point in my life, I had zero desire to actually go to church, I never forgot her name. And so at 11.42 a.m. on a random Sunday in July of 2020, I Googled Reverend Jackie Lewis. And lo and behold, I was just in time to catch a live stream service of Middle Collegiate Church. And I sat right here in this kitchen and I worshiped and I celebrated and I cried. I just cried. I still cry when I go to church with y'all because I know I have found a spiritual home, the home I was looking for. So after a few weeks of the YouTube church, I decided that I wanted to make a commitment and join Middle Collegiate. And I also decided that I wanted to make a financial commitment to Middle Collegiate Church. Um, I know I'm adorable. I'm also very smart. And I know it takes money to run a church. Yes, it takes money to do all the good work that Middle does. It takes money to have Reverend Jackie and Reverend Amanda and Reverend Natalie and everyone who works at Middle do all the amazing things that they do for us and for the world. Uh, it takes money to help people pay their rent. It takes money to do all our anti-racism work. It takes money to rebuild our church, a church that I never got to worship in, but that I I cannot wait to worship in with everybody. Um, I hope you'll consider joining Middle Collegiate Church like I did, and I hope you'll consider making a financial contribution. I will leave you with one last thought, a quote from Miss Dolly Levi from the hit musical, Hello Dolly. And I'm gonna paraphrase it, but Dolly Levi says, money is like manure doesn't do anybody any good unless you spread it around and help things grow. So I hope you'll consider helping Middle Collegiate Church grow. Here's how you can give. Go Village Chorus. You hear it. Are you ready? Come on now. And. Oh Lord, you have done so much for me. Oh Lord, you have done so much for me.
if you please bow your heads for the offertory prayer. O Holy One, who calls us out into the world, we come before you with our humble gifts, that even though we are under the burdens of empire, that we remember that you have called us, called us out into the world by faith, to bear the fruit of your love and your freedom here on earth. In your humble name we pray. Amen. Joyful, joyful Lord, we adore Thee, God of glory, Lord of love, hearts unfold like flowers before Thee, hail Thee as the sun. Standing now with him, so now I'm demanding. You tell me who you're down with, G, because you know when I'm down with G O D. You're down with G O D. You're down with G O D. You're down with G O D.
Beloved, may you joyfully and boldly go into this week asking, who am I? Knowing that the divine holds both humiliation and glory. Go, do, and be in the many matchless and holy names of our God. Amen.